Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the state of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the state of California along with Patty Rising and Brett Burkhart. The mass shooting in Monterey Park rekindles calls for even stricter gun laws in California. And the carnage in the predominantly Asian-American city has left the state's Asian-American Pacific Islander community reeling just as it begins celebrating the Lunar New Year. Members of the California AAPI Legislative Caucus just held a vigil on the west steps of the state capitol. And for more, we're joined live today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by the chair of that caucus, State Assemblymember Evan Lowe of San Jose. He represents the 28th Assembly District covering parts of San Jose and Silicon Valley. Thank you so much for being with us. I know this must be such a tough day for your caucus and especially, obviously, for the people of Monterey Park. But what was the message from the vigil that you just led and that you want to share with the people of California? Thank you. Well, it's an opportunity to help provide an environment in which we can provide space for grieving healing, and also turning that acknowledgement into collective action. Uh, so it was heartwarming to see my legislative colleagues and community members come out in support and offer their words of solidarity, but also their commitment to, to help ensure that we can end the senseless firearms, uh, that, it, that is to say the proliferation of weapons of mass destruction in our communities. No community is immune to this, and especially on the heels of a normally celebratory day of Lunar New Year, we unfortunately are grappled with this challenge of a, a nightmare, which is the stark reality that now we are living in. Well, there's no evidence that this was a hate crime. The suspected shooter was himself an older Asian-American man, as you know. But this massacre comes at a time of rising violence against Asians. So how concerned are you that this could spark more? Well, I think the context is important, especially coming after covid and seeing uh, the hate and the, the, uh, towards the Asian Pacific community about the Kung flu or the China virus, members of the community feeling like they are perpetual foreigners and the rise of Asian hate. And now, unfortunate incident in Monterey Park, uh, the continuation of all of these combined, of course, has a significant impact on the psyche of the Asian Pacific community. But let me just say that as policymakers, we are deeply committed to elevating the conversation and saying that the focus should be about the weapons of mass destruction, the proliferation of firearms in everyday communities. And this is only systemic in American society. And how much longer must we say that we are going to live in this reality each and every day? Uh, but we cannot be numb to this. When you talk uh, about gun violence, we in California already have the toughest gun laws in the nation, although some are under judicial review right now. What do you think could be done legislatively to keep people like that gunman from obtaining weapons that are illegal? Well, we, we in California will do everything that we can to look at the constitutional authority that we have. 
But the fact of the matter is that other states need to be doing their jobs as well, uh, that they need to be helping to ensure that uh, they tackle these issues, in which California has already done. But let us also acknowledge uh, some of the associated impacts to why this is the case, uh, helping to adequately fund for more mental health programs to help strengthen law enforcement so that we are involved in these communities. And it appears that as news reports are coming out, that perhaps uh, there were police reports earlier of this perpetrator early on. So I know that these facts are coming out in real time, but we are making sense of this in real time. But let's make sure that our Asian responder community knows that uh, this is a safe place to be at, especially as we celebrate Lunar New Year in the week-long and month-long events. Uh, but the Asia Pacific community also now calls itself as supporters of sensible firearm regulation. Well, following up on that, I mean, you said about you want to try to turn grief into legislation. Is there specific legislation that you have in mind or that didn't get through in the past that you'd like to see through now that could make a difference here? Yes. Well, I, I have authored a number of pieces of legislation specifically around casings uh, to help ensure that uh, law enforcement can utilize the database in identifying the national ballistics uh, database at the federal and state level so that we can track where firearms are used and bullet casings specifically. There have been proposals that have been in support of and making sure that we can uh, further tax uh, firearms so that we can help ensure that uh, there is the type of responsibility of gun ownership, uh, but that we pay for helping to track these uh, firearms that get into the wrong hands as well. You know, you talk about the national level and the, the need to make change on a national level. Remind us of your relationship with uh, national leaders. Is that an option or is it different now that there's a new Congress? Well, of course, this is within that of the state of California, and our congressional delegation consists of members of both parties. But I'm hopeful that there is actual responsiveness. We as uh, Democrats have come up with legislative proposals specifically in tackling these issues, and we welcome an opportunity to hear what our colleagues on the other side of the aisle may also have as a proposal, but we're not hearing anything. Uh, and so what we need to do is find solutions and find commonality and common ground. But again, at least on some of the specifics that seem to receive bipartisan support, which is to fully fund the database and the systems that we have and utilizing technology so that we can track and solve crimes. Again, we referenced earlier the ballistic imaging systems to making sure that we can track in which firearms and casings are used in other uh, incidents of crime and that we can track them in, in a subsequent manner. You know, it's so frustrating for so many people to hear this same kind of interview that we do over and over again after every one of these mass shootings and never really see very much change. Even people who might oppose some of that legislation you're talking about, I'm sure, are equally frustrated. What is the tipping point? I mean, what do you think it's going to take for our society to finally say enough is enough and actually mean it? I, I wish I had the answers, and uh, it pains me that I am speaking with you today as a policymaker because the fact of the matter is uh, we would look to our policymakers to make the change that is necessary. And I, as a policymaker myself, am dumbfounded as to why we cannot make the necessary changes accordingly. 
But again, I will share with you that uh, that it is that of our democratic legislature that we are taking aggressive approaches in tackling this. But I don't see the same type of positions. I don't see the same type of responses. And it's not about being partisan. This should not be a partisan issue. But the facts speak for themselves that Democrats speak very coherently with a strong message on a response to keeping our communities safe from the senseless attacks with respect to firearms. But you don't see that with Republican members of, of policymakers. All right. Well, thank you so much for being with us on this sad day. Assemblyman Evan Lowe of San Jose, chair of the Asian American Pacific Islander Legislative Caucus, which just had a vigil on the steps of the Capitol in Sacramento. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. You'll find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 